Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where usually we sit down with a friend and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why we love it so much. But today, it is something different. You are sitting with an enemy. We're sitting with an enemy. (laughs) No. No. We're friends, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Of course. I'm yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> in the, in the no, it, is, it is the second most magical time of the year, everybody. It is Usagi's birthday. On June 30th, Usagi will be 14 years old. <laughs> no. Yay! No, she will be. What We figured this out just recently. She will be 30. She'll be 37. I think. No, I thought 38. 38? I think 38. Oh, yeah. I think oh, my the, God. That's so old. <laughs> How old are you? Is that allowed to be asked? I don't know if I'm allowed to ask that. I, I, I'm going to be 30 this year. Oh my god! All right, well, I'm younger than Sailor Moon, but not. I'm going to be 34 in in a few months. That's terrifying. Yeah, but no, right? no, it's Usagi's birthday, uh, June 30th, and every year, well, for the <laughs> this is the second time we've done this. Uh, presumably, we'll keep doing it as long as the show is around. But uh, on on this day every year, we like to do a special episode where we're not we're not watching an episode of the show. We're just talking about Usagi and why we love her so much, and celebrating her birthday, and and talking about Sailor Moon and the way that it has uh, has changed our lives and the reasons that we we really love it. Which is nice because we're kind of in a section of the show where I don't like anything that's happening. So it's nice to be a little positive for a change. So joining us for this, uh, she's been on the show. I think this is your seventh appearance, maybe maybe sixth, seventh appearance on the show. Cool. Uh, you will remember her as our guest from last year's oh. Usagi's birthday special, as well as a couple episodes in between. Betty Felon is back. Betty, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me for Usagi's birthday. I'm really excited to celebrate with you guys of our favorite. Again. Yeah, again. Um it's cool that you guys invited me back after I like. I think I said some nice stuff last time, but you you guys are like, why why are you here? <laughs> I don't think that happened. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, as as a Mars fan, like, how do you feel about Usagi? <laughs> First of all, I'm curious as to why we both sound like Melvin. Apparently, um, as a Sailor Mars fan, uh. I just checked. This is your eighth episode. Okay, cool, cool. That's yeah, so you, many episodes. You've been on the show more than anyone except me and Jordan. Awesome. You've been on a total of ten percent of the shows. Wow, oh, there are eighty yeah. episodes now. I, ha- I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't been listening. Sorry. I believe our <laughs> next episode is uh, is eighty one. Oh wow! So what? What? What part of? Okay, so just fill me in. What? Uh, what? What part no, no, of the, the series are you in? Uh, well, you know, Betty, if you want to know, you could listen to the show. You could go to SailorBusiness.com. Chris, okay, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll tell you okay. what, Chris. I'll give you five seconds to fill her in as to where we are. 
no, no, because listen, we have taken we the votes are still coming in on whether I should do the uh, the five second recap. I think no is winning. Or, yeah, I think no is definitely winning. <laughs> Oh, people, do people vet, don't like those? Yeah, they don't like that, that bit anymore. Or, or at least a qualified, uh, don't do them every episode, at yeah, the very well, least. Which is fine, because look, I don't want to do them every episode. <laughs> he was working, he was doing that for you, people. And but he, no, if you're if you're just tuning in uh, because you saw that it was Usagi's birthday and you've been in kind of a Sailor Moon mood, or if you're like Betty and you haven't listened to the past few episodes because apparently you don't like to support your friends in their podcast, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> Uh, we are heading towards the end of Sailor Moon R. Uh, the the scouts, the Sinchi, have just gone into the future. Uh, they're about to hang out with Bad Dad Tuxedo Mask, uh, <laughs> King Endymion, Neo King Endymion, I guess. Uh, and no, he was some, never King Endymion stuff. before. Oh, I guess he was Prince Endymion before. You know what? He shouldn't be King in the future either. <laughs> he should be <laughs> Prince Consort Endymion at best. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, so... With uh, that in so we mind, have so many things to oh, talk about. So many things to talk about. Here's how I want to start. It is we're recording this a little bit early, so it's not uh, Sailor Moon's birthday proper. Why are you but, giving it away? But I do want to know, like, do you have any plans to celebrate Usagi's birthday, or did you do anything today that you think works as a celebration thereof? Betty, we'll start with you. Do you have any 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 plans for how to properly celebrate the birth of a? Uh, of Usagi Tsukino, a.k.a. Serena, a.k.a. Princess Serenity, a.k.a. Neo Queen Serenity, a.k.a. Sailor Moon? Well, I actually, today, well, today we we did get a lot of groceries, a lot of snacks. Um, I for, actually forgot that it was Usagi's birthday until you reminded me. And uh, But I feel like maybe somewhere deep inside I was like, I'm going to buy all these snacks, you know, and prepare. And I'm sure, I'm sure on Thursday I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> what uh what snacks did you get we got we got some pie we got some like chicken nuggets and we also got some ice cream so um just so it's just a couple treats we're not trying to overindulge because that other part of my brain that's luna warning me about getting fat is uh you know <laughs> you draw a little always picture there of you? ever present yeah <laughs> yeah okay all right i mean i i did have a milkshake uh, with dinner, which is not wise, but I did it. Okay, here, here's a question, and Betty, you can weigh in on this one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, like, will you drink a milkshake as a beverage with a meal? I, yeah, yeah I, did. I have. Okay, that's, don't do that. That's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing what? it. I'm not doing it with every meal, but, yeah. but I'll, but like when I go to Shake Shack, I'll get a shake that's in the name. I mean, yeah, I'll get a shake, but I will complete my meal and then I will have the shake. No, 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 no. So, so you'll have like a, a soda or a water, and then you'll have the milkshake. Yes, that's wow, ridiculous. That's crazy. No, that's, yeah, that's too. That's too much how liquid. Is, too beverages. Liquid. How, is, how is that too much liquid? It's two beverages. I can't. No, it's not two beverages. It's a beverage and a dessert, which is what a milkshake is. I know because okay, like I I wouldn't buy two like I wouldn't buy two drinks. I would I'd probably have okay. Well, this is what I usually do when I go to like a diner. I'll get a milkshake and I have water on the side in case I need to like you know because you know how ice cream gets a little like can be a little cloudy in your throat. You know, <laughs> like you see that you see the wa- a little bit of water because you're eating a burger. 
you know? Yeah, you don't want to wash a burger down with a milkshake. No, that no, sounds no. like no, no. madness. Wait, 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 wait. No, hold no, on, no, no, hold no, on, no. hold on. No. Why not? Why not, Jughead <laughs> fan? <laughs> because it's going to, like, first of all, that, that milkshake's going to, like, coat your throat. Uh-huh. Yeah, cloudy gonna, throat. Like, you're going to have a cloudy throat. Yeah. Thank you, Betty. <laughs> you're going to have a little bit of a cloudy throat. And you're, like, all those, you don't want to mix the savoriness of that burger, which is still going to be in your uh, mouth. Are you about to say what I think you're about to say? Yes, you don't he is. Have... Yes, he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the sweetness of a milkshake. Yes, you do. Of course you do. <laughs> no, that's. Okay. And if it's a cheeseburger, that's too much dairy at one time. That no. is too much dairy at one time. No such thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Too much dairy. Um, you, you have, you, you Except take a bite of the burger. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bite. Yeah, I mean, like, there is physically such a thing as too much dairy, Jordan. Yeah, no. What what you do is you take a bite of the burger, drink a little milkshake. If your throat gets cloudy or coated with dairy, take a sip of the water. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. So, Betty, are you telling me that you should just do what I do? No, I'm saying. No, which is drink water while you eat your food. No, no, no. I'm saying. No, I'm saying drink <laughs> drink the milkshake while you eat the burger. Yeah. It's good. That's because it's, it's good. It's yeah. so good. It's also it's also like a treat. Like like when I go to a diner, I'm gonna get a milkshake. If I go to Shake Shack, I'm gonna get a milkshake. If I'm going to Shake Shack, I'm not just getting a milkshake. I'm gonna get the burger with it. You know? Yes. Like yes. I'm not I'm not I'm not just going for dessert. That's ridiculous. I anyway. mean, Chris, <laughs> and you and you live your life how you want to live your life, and you call yourself a Jughead fan. I know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I I wish you could see the look I'm giving my microphone right now. Uh, like, look. Next, you're gonna I'm tell not, me you don't believe in time police. <laughs> look, I'm not condoning that everyone drinks a milkshake and eats a burger with every meal. No, I I, I love that meal a lot, but it it is a treat, and I think that's why Jordan probably had a milkshake, which is like. It was a treat, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not your every. It's not like you drink eight milkshakes a day instead of eight waters. No, I I don't remember the last time I had a milkshake before this. It was yeah. you know probably like a month ago or something. Yeah, Chris, I can't believe you're concerned trolling us. Okay, to me, to me, what you are saying right now is exactly as weird as if you were like, yeah, you know, sometimes I have a cake with my burger. <laughs> Like, you know, sometimes I get a Coke, sometimes I have a glass of water, sometimes yeah, I just instead of fries, cake you just have mouth. a side of cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not cake, it's a cake drink. No. Yeah, it's a drink. Yeah. Okay, so Jordan, what else did you do today? Anything? Did you cuz uh, listen, you knew you knew this was coming. Yeah, basically. I uh, no, nothing else to celebrate. I just went to work and I did I did not take the easy way out of work, unfortunately. I worked hard. Uh, I'll, here, here's what I'll do. I'll take the easy way out of this question. Nothing. <laughs> wow it's a great it's a great celebration that we're having right yeah, now <laughs> we're so we're so mean on this like teenager's birthday <laughs> who's all about friendship and love i know um i'll tell you um i i keep you soggy in my heart at all times well let's be honest i keep serena in my heart at all times yeah yeah yeah, that's, that's yeah let's be real <laughs> chris did you do anything uh well I slept until 11.30 a.m. today. Wow. <laughs> Which uh, I had toast with breakfast. Were you late? Although I did not at any point run okay. while I had the toast in my mouth. Fair so enough. I'll admit I dropped the ball on that. Uh, <laughs> I also bought some snacks, and I'm actually currently eating ice cream as we are as we are recording. 
but not with a meal, just after. No, no, I'm not like dipping a hamburger into the ice cream. Uh, Oh, that sounds good. But but haven't you ever like dipped fries into a frosty? I mean, yes, I've done that. That's but that's different. That's not a that's not savory. That's salty and sweet. I think they're kind of similar. You can have sweet things on a burger. Yeah. Okay, for example, one time, relatively recently, I had a burger that had, let's see, what was on it? Um, American cheese, uh, black olives, teriyaki sauce, peanut butter, and a pineapple slice. Final slice, not a whole pineapple, obviously. Say it again. Take me through it one more time. American cheese, (laughs) black olives, black olives, teriyaki sauce, teriyaki sauce, peanut butter, peanut butter, and a slice of pineapple, and a slice of pineapple. Yep. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a little crazy. No, it's a little crazy, no. but it was great. That, so, that, sounds, that, that sounds good. It was After crazy. you ate that sandwich, did did you and Scooby help Velma solve the mystery? <laughs> <laughs> we squished it down. It was so tall, and we squished it down to the size of a regular sandwich, and they ate it in one bite. I had a uh, I had a pretty amazing sandwich last night. Actually, if we're if we're going to shift over to talking about sandwiches, yeah, All right. I want to hear about it. That seems appropriate. Have either of you watched the television show Leverage? No. No. Okay, you really, really should. It's a really good show, and it's on Netflix. Uh, and anyone out there who who hasn't checked it out, uh, the the show is about a group of con artists, and they specialize in taking down the rich and powerful. So that they can help the the normal everyday people who are getting screwed over, as they say in the opening credits, they provide leverage. That's the name of the show. Uh, it was uh, created by John Rogers, uh, who comics readers may know from his work on Blue Beetle and his work oh, on the yeah. truly fantastic Dungeons and Dragons comic that IDW put out. He's also the the uh, co creator of The Librarians, which is a, a really fun show on on TNT. And uh, the player, which which ran for a little less than than a season, I think. Well, I watched like NBC. two or three episodes of that. It was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, leverage is well worth checking out. Um, in the the fourth or fifth season, they they do an episode where they because it's there's a uh, there's a mastermind who's the main character who's played by Tim Hutton. Uh, there's the the grifter who's Sophie. Uh, there's the thief who's Parker, and there's a hacker who's Hardison, and there's the hitter who's the, the tough guy on the team who's Elliot. Elliot's played by a guy named Christian Kane, and in real life he is a martial artist, a singer songwriter, and a chef. <laughs> and so there's an episode where they have they're trying to take down uh, this greeting card company. Because the, there's a guy who's been running this greeting card company who's been, like, gutting the company. And it's basically the the, the biggest source of income in this town. Uh, so he's gutting the company before he sells it out and gets everybody fired and, and makes a tidy profit. Or that That's the plot of the episode. But the way the episode is structured is that at the same time as they're going in to do their con on this guy, there's a documentary film crew also coming in to make a documentary about the American office. And so... They basically do what if leverage was happening while the office was also <laughs> happening. <laughs> and there's like it's one of the best episodes of the show. That it's really, really, really great. great. And there's a like there's a running subplot in it about 
uh, Hardison, the hacker, having stolen Elliot's sandwich out of the refrigerator. Okay, I was really wondering when this was going to get back to a sandwich. Yeah, it's a I lot was... of explanation. Uh, so there's at one point, you know, like when they're in the kind of, you know, face-to-face, face-to-camera confessionals, uh, where uh, Hardison refers to Elliot's sandwich as forgettable, and Elliot describes the sandwich, and it's it's uh, thin-sliced turkey, pan-seared with sweet onions, uh, with uh, dill Havarti cheese, an heirloom tomato, and uh, what is it? Uh, uh, homemade garlic and green onion cream cheese spread on an everything bagel. Uh, and so Aiden and I were watching it. We, we did a rewatch of the series, and it was like, yeah, I bet I could make that. And so that's what we had for dinner last night. It was oh, fantastic. I saw I saw a picture of it on Instagram. Yeah, it yeah. looks pretty good, right? Yeah, it looks very, very good. I would not eat that sandwich. Why would you not eat that sandwich? There's a number of things that you mentioned, but you most just of them... said you ate a fucking hamburger with, <laughs> yes, with American cheese, teriyaki sauce, peanut butter, and a pineapple, and black olives. <laughs> I know. Two of the things you mentioned were onions, and I hate onions. Oh, you don't so like much. onions? I love I hate onions so much. Oh, what they're you... so good. Caramelized onions are so good. No. Okay. First of all, the 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 turkey was just pan-seared with the onions. The onions were not on the sandwich. So they just yeah. had a little bit of that that sweet onion flavor, a little bit of that sweet, like a kiss. The flavor is the worst part of the onions, but okay. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? No, you know what? That, you're right. That's a tough call because the texture of onions is pretty disgusting. <gasps> this so, is ridiculous. Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay, so... I'm so angry. So, so, so far, you both have described meals that you, each other... You, you guys don't like the other person's meal, <laughs> but I think both meals sound great. So I think out of all three of us, I am the most usagi. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think by default, you're the most usagi. You can't be both the most usagi and the most ray. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, if we were if we were to graph it on, on how close we are to usagi. I, don't you think you'd win? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, I do have a birthday in the summer. I don't. Does that? Uh, are we going to do okay. blood types now, too? All right. Here's, here's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> this, is, this is what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. Now, okay, I'm checking the notes. Uh, we've covered uh, sandwiches. We've covered who took a nap this week. We've covered the plot of Leverage Season 4. <laughs> oh, I have to watch the Season 4 to get to that good episode. Uh, that's a lot. You should time. watch the whole series. It's a really, really fun okay. series. But, okay. So, what are what are the essential qualities of Usagi? What is it that we celebrate every June thirtieth when we talk about her birthday? Uh, obviously, fr- friendship is a big one. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I have friends. I find that very hard to believe. I'll tell you what. See, now here's the thing. I do have friends. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, but here's the thing about friends, and here's why I'm not Usagi, is I only make friends by accident. Okay. Like, I don't try to make friends. Wait, do you think Usagi makes, like, purposefully goes out and goes, I'm going to make a friend today? Because I'll tell you, I've watched this show, and she just seemed to, she seems to just coincidentally run across a lot of people who are also reincarnated space princesses. But, but when she runs across them, she, she's up for friendship. She's like, hey, what's your name? Like... Let's hang out. Like, whereas that is not a thing I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to talk to people because I see them a bunch of times. And then eventually it's like, oh, now we're friends, by the way. Like, I don't, I'm not, I, like, because my, my default setting is I hate everyone I don't know. 
and I don't ever want to meet them ever again. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like half serious? <laughs> like half serious? But like as soon as I meet them, then they are no longer on the list of people I don't ever want to meet. But until that moment, they are. <laughs> Nothing you have said for the past 20 minutes has made any sense. <laughs> oh, I, I may have been replaced by a pod person. Is that okay? <laughs> No, it's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, so you you do you just not like meeting new people? Yes, that is the real thing. Yes. Okay. So so in your mind, are you like, yeah, I got enough friends. Thanks. Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> yes. Which is again not to say don't try to be my friend because yeah, like well, once we're friends, show, I'll, I'll be happy. We have had several people on this show who I've that never met I feel before. like. Yeah, that, that we did not know before we started doing the show that I think have become, if not like, you know, close personal friends. Like we're on we're on pretty good terms with everybody who's Absolutely. on the show. Well, I never I never knew. I mean, I knew Betty from like the Internet a little like I saw her stuff, but we never spoke before the show, I don't think. And I'm very happy to know her now. Yeah, I mean, like, like every, I think everybody who's been on the show, we, we've had, you know, we have never, we've never finished recording the show. And then Jordan and I have been like, oh, that person, <laughs> what a stinker. <laughs> like, wow, one time. No, I'm just kidding. No, and, I, and I think, like, a, like a lot of the people, like, you know, Shannon Maynard, like, uh, uh, Allison Stock, like, like uh, Christina Murdaugh, who who does our, our T-shirts at uh, sailorbusiness.ttoki.com. Like a lot of these people have kind of become, you know, like like they're they're people that uh that I really like talking to, you know. Yes, Karen look, Healy. I'm a crazy person. I'm sorry, but no, like, I, yes, I, I think it, I know what you're saying though because I think as I, I will I will say now that I'm getting closer to like thirty, um, <laughs> I, I I do notice that um I'm a little bit more ambivalent towards the towards going into a situation being like, I'm going to make new friends. I'm, I'm open to meeting new people, but I find myself a little bit holding back sometimes where I'm like, Oh, this person's really cool, but I'm not going to immediately, you know, fall into friendship love with them. Like if you but asked that, me, if you said to me, Chris, if I was, you know, I know we don't, we're not in the same city, so we don't hang out. But if you, if we were together and you were like, Hey, do you want to come to a party full of people you've never met? I'd be like, no. And realistically, if you were like, do you want to hang out with me and one other person that you don't know? I'd be like, well, I like you, but I don't like this person I don't know. I guess I'll do it. Like, And then I'll meet them and I'll be like, this is great. I love this person. They're great. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I generally speaking, I, I don't enjoy – like, I don't like crowds. Like yeah. I would – which is weird because I just had – you know, Heroes Con was just this past weekend and – uh, you know, I spent the entirety of HeroesCon hanging out with, with you know, 10, 15 people. But I also spent the entirety of HeroesCon either, like, going out to dinner with 10 or 15 people or, or like, hanging out in the room. Like, like yeah. we recorded an episode of War Rocket Ajax that had, like, 10 people in the room. And that's, and that's great because they're, like, you know, 10 people I know. Right. Like 10, yes, that's great. Friend. Aiden often gets on me because I will, I will claim friendship with too many people. <laughs> like I'll be like, oh yeah, like uh, like yeah, my friend's uh, Stephen Felicia, and and she's like, oh, when was the last time you talked to them? And I'm like, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago, we used to play D&D together. I'm like, sure. And she'll be like, yeah, those aren't friends; those are like acquaintances. But like, I am very liberal with my definition of friend. Oh mm. yeah, I'd say I was too. Sure, I'll go with uh, that. Except like I said, 
It's a it's a it's a very binary list. <laughs> you're either I, on it or you're off it. I also do think because like Jordan and I live in cities, socializing in a city versus socializing like in the south, I think it's mm-hmm. different. You know, oh, yeah, I live in a, none of my friends live within forty miles of me. Yeah, exactly. And and like for example, I already know all the people I want to hang out with in Somerville. You know, that, like that's that's how I feel. I'm like, oh, I don't really need to meet any more people. But it, but if I happen to meet someone who happened to live in Somerville, I'd be like, oh, they're cool. That's exciting. But but I also I, I'm not going out to meet people pretty much, you know. Well, and well, I'll, I mean, and I have to confess, like this is not like I, listen, I like to be smart and logical, but this is not a thing born of logic at all, because if I drew the line where I first started saying, I don't want to meet anyone else ever again, (laughs) I would have missed out on so many of my bestest friends of all time. Like so many of them. Like, because very relatively early on, I was like, I got it. I'm full. My my list is done. Like, I don't need any more people in the world. Yeah. I mean, like you and me have known (laughs) each other for, for a while, but like we really only became friends like about 83 weeks ago. (laughs) Yes. Right. Sure. (laughs) like we we you know became we became we i i would have said like but, oh yeah i i know him but right. we only really became like like close pals from doing sailor business but because yeah. i knew you you wouldn't have been on my like it's okay if they just vanished from the earth list <laughs> which is like <laughs> so, everyone else i don't know at all so like 2 years ago like 2 years ago would you have considered me a friend cuz at that point we'd like We'd talked on the internet a couple times, no, not and a friend. we'd gotten we'd like I'd seen you at a bar when right. I was up at New York Comic Con. I wouldn't have called you a friend. I would say, "Oh yeah, I know him. Like I've met him." If somebody said, "You know Chris Sims," I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I've met him." Okay, so s- second question: Do you consider me a friend now? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I hope so. I hope that that's okay. okay. Good, good, good. So I, I don't think any of us quite live up to Usagi's. Definition of friendship because you know you you said uh, Betty you were like you know you don't fall in friend love with people no, well okay like, this, like but, well, maybe you used to well I think what it is is that um like uh, during my like early twenties I would meet people that I would have a couple things in common with but we would both be like almost mutually enthusiastic and then we'd be like oh my god like we got to hang out we got to hang out I realize nowadays I don't really have that same kind of like spark and energy with whenever I meet someone who likes a couple of things, because I think, I think I also prioritize like what makes a friendship and where, you know, having things in common, like what, what those things are really makes a difference now. And so like, you know, whereas back when I would like would meet people at cons and, you know, they happen to like the same comics as me, that's exciting. But but nowadays I'm kind of like, yeah, well, we're all here for comics, <laughs> you know? Um, but, but if I meet someone at a con and they're also like, oh, I specifically like this person from the black moon clan or, 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 you know, like, like, like weird stuff like that. Or actually I was wearing my, um, my, uh, like an obscure Sailor Moon shirt that Jordan, my Jordan Gibson, um, designed for me. And I was wearing that at a con and someone was like, Hey, that's uh, a Lazen's number one like limited edition T-shirt, and I was like, you know it, <laughs> and that was like exciting for me. So I don't know. It's nice. like it's like it's like stuff like that where I'm kind of like, okay, that's exciting, but I I find myself holding back a little bit because well, I realize I realize also there's so many like I think because of 
the internet and stuff like that, that like the stuff we like, isn't that rare, you know? And I think that, (laughs) yeah, but I think for the most part, like, you know, like, I mean, I like, I like comics. I like Sailor Moon. I like Kamen Rider. And I mean, pretty much I like, and, and a lot of these things like, they, like, you know, a lot of your interests keep changing. So I don't know. I, just, I start to base it less on, oh, we have three things in common. Let's be friends. But more like, oh, it seems like, you know, like that there's just natural chemistry between me and someone that I just met versus like, right. and also I can also tell when there's like, someone I meet and they know of me online and they just start like quoting. Like I, I met someone who was just quoting Sailor Moon at me for an hour <laughs> and, and, and they were very nice, but I was just kind of like, Oh, I, uh, like, I, I don't know. I don't know where this conversation is going, you know? Um, sure. but, but again, it's, it's, I think it's, it's kind of like, but I, but I will say, despite me kind of being like, Oh, I don't want to make new friends. Or I, I'm, I don't go into any situation making like looking to make a friend. I, I do still make friends like a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, cause I, cause I, you know, I will talk to anybody who talks to me. It's not yeah. like, I'm like, ah, get away from me. I don't know you. Yeah. Like, you, I'm really surprised to hear you. You say that. Cause you know, you're, you're a, you're a very nice man. Thank you. And you <laughs> also, you know, you like, you've got your, your Tumblr, where you answer like you you answer a lot of questions well, on Twitter. You like engage with though. people. Where, that's different you know, though. Because again, I, I would much rather be in front of a crowd than in a crowd. Mm. Like 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 going to conventions. Same. Same. Yeah. Like when I go to San Diego Comic Con, I am like, uh, there's too many people, this is the worst thing in the world. And then but then if I'm like on a panel, I'm like, this is awesome. Hi. <laughs> yeah, Look, I, I've run into that. You know, I've, I've run into the same thing. I think I think Betty has because you know I've been writing about stuff I like, and, and you know occasionally stuff I don't like on the internet for you know eleven years, eleven and a half years now. I have like there are a lot of people, and, and I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, but there are a lot no. of people who. You know, they know every movie I've seen for the past decade. They know every TV show I've watched because I've been writing, you know, two or three times a day. And, you know, I I used to be really active on Twitter talking about what I would what I would uh, watch and how I'd always lose things and find them under a stack of Archie comics, which is legit. (laughs) That is true. That is a thing that really happened. And part of that has been really fun because it's it really has helped you know make friends it's really kind of brought me together with a lot of people uh you know i've got people online who who i talk to about stuff and who are like really fun about pointing me pointing me to things it's you know it it's it's a little weirder to get it in person i think yeah yeah but you know but also i'm sitting behind a table at a convention usually when that happens you know yeah. i'm very rarely recognized the only places I get recognized are at Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina, and at King of Trios every year, uh, <laughs> the independent wrestling show. Uh, usually, someone will come and say, "Hey, are you Chris Sims?" And I'll say, "Yeah," and they'll they'll say something nice, which is really cool. Can I tell you something weird about being recognized? So, I I have been recognized at Comic Cons, of course, because again, I mean, a lot of the times it's because people are like actively on the lookout for me well you yeah you and betty both have a signature look which i do not have that's also true but not that many times like so like uh, there's been plenty of times when it's happened um but not at a comic-con um not at a comic-con i've been recognized as far as i can remember once uh as my actual self from comics as somebody going are you jordan d white from marvel and i'm like yeah i have been recognized 
however, like five or six different times as uh, the guy who plays ukulele on YouTube, which is pretty Aww, awesome. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. Have so. you ever been like at, at like Starbucks and they'll be like, what's your name? And you'll be like, I'm Jordan D. White. And so will be like, is that Jordan from Sailor Business? No, <laughs> I have never yet been recognized from Sailor Business. Okay, follow up question. Have you ever been at Starbucks and somebody said like, okay, what's your name? And you've been like, uh... <laughs> No, and they recognize you from all the stuff we cut out of Sailor Business no. because sometimes uh, you forget what your own name is. I don't ever forget <laughs> what my own name is. I just sometimes forget what I'm supposed to say to start the show, and no one do that until you finally told them all just now. Uh, I feel like people who have been on the show have known it. Well, yes. I say I talk about it every week when we yes. start recording. Well, that's because I sometimes forget what I'm supposed to say. That is true. So <laughs> okay. So <laughs> point point being. You know, Usagi has that, you know, that instant, you know, she sees Ray on the bus and she's like, she's so cool. And she gets the hearts in her eyes. Yes. And then she's, you know, which, again, that's a very 14 year old thing to do, too, okay. is to, to okay. immediately make your best friend. OK, wait, I, I retract some stuff I said. I definitely still get like, oh, I really want to be like that person seems really cool. I want to be their friend. Huh. But. But I, but I, but I try to be more chill about it than I would if I were like in my twenties, like early twenties, because I think I would like, if I were in my early twenties, I think I would have like tweeted them a lot and been like, Hey, you're so cool. You know, I, I, I think now I'm, I'm a little more chill about it, but I, but I still totally get that feeling of like heart eyes when I see like girl, like cool girls I really want to be friends with, especially at cons, you know? It's also so hard though, after I mean, like, making friends in that way mm-hmm. is a lot easier when you're in school of some sort. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because I think you, you have more instances to run, run into them physically, you know? And to do something. Like, if yeah. you're just like, oh, you like this thing? There's a thing tomorrow night. And we're all doing nothing because we're all just a bunch of students. So why don't we go to that thing tomorrow night? Yeah. Whereas, like, if I just am talking to somebody somewhere now the odds are they have some sort of work or they live somewhere far away from me not on campus or etc etc so there's a lot of reasons not to just constantly be going hey let's all do a thing every day yeah you can definitely like group date it um if you were in school or younger you know Mm -hmm. but or like local but but i like yeah even now like i mean i have all my friends live within walking distance of me and You know, like we don't get to see each other that often still, you know, like we're all busy. We all have like uh, like a couple like a bunch of us have normal work schedules. So we have like a nine to five during the weekdays and the rest of us have freelance schedules and a lot of them are always deadlining and -hmm. we don't get to hang out all the time. Like I think Heroes Con was like the last time that a big chunk of us hung out and we live near each other, you know? So, <laughs> and you go to a different state to hang out with the people who yeah. you live near. <laughs> and, and that happens, like, more often than than we realize until we're like, oh, yeah, when was the last time we saw each other? Oh, yeah, it was, like, a couple months ago. Because all of us have such drastically different schedules versus, I think, when you go to school, you have at least more of a equal platform where you can be like, oh, we have homework, but NBD, we can just, like, hang out, you know? So 
does Usagi have any other like we 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 know that she's defined by her friendship, but does she does does she have any other sort of essential qualities that we can search for in ourselves? Uh, well, I guess I'm kind of most like Usagi because I also like Darian. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you, now do you want to marry him? Um. Hmm. He he was one of my oh. first like fictional crushes when I was a kid. Oh really? So. Oh wow. Well, then maybe you yeah. don't need beat. I mean, you do like <laughs> it's it's it makes sense that you would like him. You are the same age. Ah, uh, he's got to be like okay. Wait, nineteen, <laughs> maybe eighteen, nineteen, nineteen. Oh, wait, you know what? <laughs> Hang on, I just I just had that list. Let me bring up that list. What uh, list? The, what year they were born? Sailor Moon. Earth year. Oh, oh yeah. For for Darian, it's like uh, 1954. No, it isn't. That's why I'm going to look it up. Here we go. That's where it is in Crystal. I think, it's, I think it's 1946 in, uh, in, in, in the original anime. August 3rd. It's coming up. 1975. Yeah, we will not be doing anything to celebrate that day. Well, let me see. Is that is that a special birthday? Let me see. What, what year is that? No, it isn't. Oh, la- we should have done it last year. Because last year he was 40. Oh my god, so old. <laughs> like, in the same way that Usagi is always 14, Darian is always 40? No, he was 40 in the way that she's now 39. 39? 38. What did we just say? 38. 38. She was born in oh. 1978. Yes. Come. And he was born in 75, so he was three years older than her. Uh, let's see. Usagi is is also, uh, she's very determined. She, she does not let things d- deter her, even when she... Comes across her own limitations, which are considerable. Oh, she's also a scaredy cat, which we just learned that uh, she you are, is Chris. a scaredy cat. We had a long conversation before we started recording that I do wish we would have recorded yes, about, about how I cat. do not like scary movies. I, yeah. I don't like. I don't like being scared. I don't like being afraid. Have you See, cried? Love... Have you cried at a scary movie before? No, because I don't watch scary What's movies. What's the scariest movie you've ever watched? <sighs> okay, here's. Here's this will give you an idea of how how my mind works with regards to scary movies. I have watched Room 237 like uh-huh. three times. I've never seen The Shining. <laughs> Are you serious? I am dead serious. Did I did, watched that did, did that documentary scare you? No, I think that documentary was like really fascinating. I think okay. some of the but imagery that, in it like made it yeah. was like a little scary, but yeah, like the, the documentary, all the imagery in it. Uh, I watched the what is it, f- the four hour long Nightmare on Elm Street documentary that was on Netflix, Never Sleep oh. Again. Uh-huh. Wait, why did you watch that? Oh, because it's really interesting. <laughs> now I'm mad at you. Why did you watch that? You didn't watch those movies. No, I didn't. I watched the documentary about them you because are the movies would have scared me. Oh they God. are not that scary. You should watch them. Nope. N- nope. Not going to do it. Oh, I am furious that you watched that documentary now. <laughs> <sighs> I'm trying to think, like, what would be the scariest, like, the scariest movie I enjoy? No, no, that you remember seeing. I, like, you could have been traumatized by it. God, I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't, like, like I, like, I made a decision at a very young age. This genre is not for me. So I never went into it, which is weird. Because as you know, as, as both of you know, and as our listeners know, I love Dracula. <laughs> like, I love I love vampire stories. So is the scariest movie you've ever seen a Dracula movie, probably? It's probably Blade 3. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Not a horror movie. Uh, or is it? No. If you're, if it's from the perspective of the vampires. Uh, <laughs> no. 
Uh, I, I honestly don't know what the scariest movie because I avoid the genre. Like I avoid the 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 horror genre. Have you ever seen Psycho? Like I've seen Psycho. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, it's not that scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, have you yeah. seen Scream? I feel like Scream. I've seen Scream. I okay, like yeah. Scream. Yeah, Scream's fun. Scream's scary yeah, Scream. sometimes. Scream's fun, but Scream hits that like. There has to be like a, a a layer of self awareness or a layer of parody or something to it mm-hmm. that allows me to remove myself from what I'm seeing. Okay, because if it's done in earnest, even something that's you know bad, like even something that's silly or bad, like if it's done at all in earnest, like I like I get caught up in it. Have you seen Ernest Scared Stupid? Oh my god, <laughs> that one's, I like that movie. It's great. Uh, I just said I, it because he said it has to be in earnest. I'm sorry. I great. like Evil Dead 2. Oh, great. But I don't like Evil Dead. Now, d- not because it's scary, though, right? I think Evil Dead's a little too scary. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, Chris, Chris, can you do me a favor and watch the Evil Dead remake, please? No. No. Please, please. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Now we know where, th- where things stand. Now, here's the deal. Um, th- th- this is terrible that I'm mocking you uh, for being a scaredy cat because, in, again, in real life, I am a giant scaredy cat, just not when it comes to movies. I will not go on scary rides. I will not go on roller coasters. I'm super scared of spiders. I'm super scared of basically all bugs. And that means all bugs. People go. Wait, wait. OK, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Please, please, please. I, I get I get being scared of spiders. Yep. Because spiders can be dangerous. Yep. Although most spiders are helpful. No, yeah. it's but it's not rational. It's not rational. But like, what do you mean scary rides? You're the one who's like, uh, ghosts aren't real. Uh, crystals are fake. Uh, no, 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 hang on, hang on. Rides, I can actually, rides, I feel like is the most logical of my fears because like a roller coaster, the reason I don't like riding a roller coaster or at least like scary roller coasters is because of the physical feelings it gives me. Like the, the feeling of dro- of falling and dropping. Like I, I hate, so like I'll ride Big Thunder Mountain, um, mm-hmm. because it's just like whipping you around really fast and it doesn't really ever fall. But I won't go on a log flume. I won't ride. I won't ride Splash Mountain because I'm yeah, like, no, I, I, that's... I don't want to go on Terror Terror. You know? Oh no, that I, that kills me. And I, I actually very much want to go on Tower of Terror me too. because it sounds awesome. And also, <laughs> and twi- then... it's, it's all Twilight Zone, so it's right, like that's right. sick. But no, Chris, yeah, exactly. are you scared of Twilight Zones? Not generally speaking, because Twilight Zones usually like Twilight Zones are kind of like EC horror comics. Yeah. Where it's just like they have a twist. Yeah, yeah. What, what, Tales, what about Tales from the Crypt? Like Tales HBO from the Crypt, one. a little like that's getting a little closer to what I can what I have to tap out of. Are you scared oh, of the Crypt Keeper? I'm not scared of the Crypt Keeper because the Crypt Keeper again has that layer of parody. Yeah, he's like that layer of, of yeah. Like, like I can watch Scream. I can watch like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I had no problem with Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, because there's at least a layer of irony. Yeah, there. Okay, okay. And, and I, I will say, like, I like the genre tropes, but like anything that's a, like a straight up slasher movie, I am gone. It, like, no, do not show me that. Okay, I, I hate it. Have you seen? Uh, I know you did last summer. Uh, I think I did in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, because I think that was, like, the first one I was allowed to see, like, with my friends alone. Did you like it? Oh, yeah, I mean, I liked it at the time. Um, when, when it came out, I loved it, and I was like, this is better than Scream. And then, like, a year or two later, I saw it, and I was like, 
oh, I was wrong. I was very wrong. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it and being like, wow, they really got like the, the like a really great cast for this. <laughs> I remember being like, wow, they got like the most popular people in this in this movie. Yep, yep. And, Who's in that uh, one? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Felipe. Yeah, wow. Yeah, those are hard hitters from the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jordan, you consider yourself to be a, a, a scaredy cat in real life. No, because, because again, I was mentioning bugs and it's like, oh yeah, a lot of people are scared of bugs, but I'm serious when I say all bugs. So like a ladybug, butter. Yeah. Ladybugs. Forget it. Butterflies. No way. I don't but, want them but, anywhere You're scared me. of butterflies. Yeah. If a butterfly is flying at me, I'll be like, gah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's, <laughs> I mean, look, you do you, you know, I'm not here to judge except that I 100% am. They have like, very pretty colors on them, but they're still gross bug things. Like look at the middle part. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the, the little part on their face where it's just kind of like moving always gross, Ugh. but, but, but I'm not scared of them. I think they're fine. They're not hurting no me. Like I, I don't like spiders, but I really don't like house centipedes. Oh God, they're horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Once it starts getting warmer, like around here, like they just start showing up in the house, and I'm like, God damn it! Like they always scare me. It's worse. Yeah. Do not like. It is very apparent that neither of you grew up in the South. Oh, because God. the South will cure you of your fear of bugs very quickly. Why did they become your friend? Yeah, they're just you know they, like they're, they're just hanging out everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. What's a palmetto bug? What's up, cicadas? Yeah, uh, I, I, I love cicadas. What? They're cool. They no. they they just wake up screaming. <laughs> which so like which, which like ones, same. They're the ones that uh, everybody in movies makes spiders sound like for no reason, right? Yeah, I think so. It's it's, it's that weird screeching noise you hear. Ugh. No, that's Ew. you making Ew. weird mouth noises. That was not. It's like spider. Ew. It's like spider I, mandibles. I no, no, no. They that. do. They do like that. Like <laughs> Jordan, are you afraid of Spider Man? No. See, then this <laughs> is you the go thing. to the office every day. No, no, no. Are you like? Are you like? No. And this is the thing. I mean, again, this is where I can go. But I'm I'm still a sensible person when it all comes down, quote unquote. Is that I'm not afraid of anything fake. Anything. So like. I'm death. If if there is the smallest spider you've ever seen on my wall right now, I will go like, ah, there's a spider, and I'll make my wife come and kill it. But I will watch Arachnophobia. That movie's great. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, yeah. But there's giant pictures of spiders, and I'm like, yeah, but they're pictures. I don't give a shit. Like they're not real. Yeah. So you you consider yourself to be a scaredy cat? I I I don't have like a lot of like a lot of phobias. I don't think I get I get nervous with heights, and I I used to be really really afraid of flying. Uh, which I've kind of gotten over. I'm still, you know, I still don't like it. And I think that's a very sensible fear because <laughs> if you <laughs> fall off something that is high up, you will die and there is nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't have a lot of phobias. I do have a lot of anxiety, like, like general, just anxiety. I have a lot of worries. Uh, you know, that's why I started doing martial arts again uh, to kind of, kind of work through that and, and, and get my anxiety out. But I, I don't know if I would describe myself in real life as as being afraid of things in general. So B- Betty, where do you, where do you stand on the on the scaredy cat axis? Like, yeah, I get worried and I get scared, but but like mostly of like murder. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> that's also a rational fear. I'm yeah. scared of murder. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, murder, I, right? You're afraid you're going to break and do one one day. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm really scared that I'm going to do a murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think. Uh, like, I mean, I, I, I don't really like, uh, like, gr- like creepy bugs, like spiders and centipedes. But, but I, I don't. I don't freak out. Um, sometimes I might need like Alicia or Jordan to kill it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I have more anxieties now than phobias. But oh, you know, like sometimes I get freaked out when I see like um, those weird photos online where it's just like a lot of little holes, <laughs> and it just like makes me kind of well, it makes more makes me like nauseous than like scared. Wait, uh, wait, what? Do you know like the? It, it's like trip to. Uh, wait, what's the? It's like a fear of like f- phobia. Holes. Are you holding <laughs> the movie uh, holes? No, no, no. Oh, God. It just like pulled a bunch of photos. It's trip- tripophobia. I have but, never heard of this thing. Oh, it's it's like it, it's like. Oh, yeah. Uh, I see. And they're showing like pictures of like beehives and stuff. Yeah. It's basically like like really small little holes. And that like it kind of makes you queasy or like itchy. But but that's something again. It's kind of like one of those things that I wouldn't have known about if I wasn't on the internet, you know. But but I wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm scared of those holes over there, <laughs> you know. I mean, um, some of the pictures I'm seeing are fucking disgusting. Yeah. So I can see why you would not like them. But like, but, but at I'm the not, same time, like ones that are just plants. Like, okay, that's a plant. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying. yeah. Like like I'm not gonna run away from from that, you know. Um. So so I I think I'm probably least. Scaredy cat than both of you. Do you want to hear the scaredy catist story of all time about me? Yes, yes. Yes, please. Okay, so this is an embarrassing story that I probably shouldn't tell because everybody's going to think I'm a loser. So this, Jordan, thing- you're on a Sailor Moon podcast that you co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, except the here's floor the thing. is yours. This I'm I'm embarrassing myself with how scared I was. Story takes place when I was probably uh, 19. <laughs> So I was in college and I we I was in an apartment that uh, I shared with two other guys. And it was very close to the end of the year. It was one of the last nights we spent in that apartment at all. And it was very late at night and I was in my room and there was a spider. And it was on like the drape of the window. And I tried to kill it because it's the middle of the night. So I couldn't in good conscience go get anyone else to kill it because everyone else was sleeping. And I failed at killing it, and it just got away. And then I was like, well, that that's it. Like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I can't sleep here. There's a spider loose in this room. So I went, okay, 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 calm down. Go into another room. <laughs> like, go <laughs> out to the living room. You'll be fine. Um, except there was totally a spider in the living room as well. <laughs> and it was like dangling on a thread in the middle of the room. And I was like, Oh my God. Uh, and there was, and this is going to make me sound like I'm crazy, but there was also one in the bathroom. <laughs> it was really arachnophobia. I was, yes, I was so freaked out. And so, uh, one of the two roommates was my actual best friend. And so I was just like, I, I, I can't, there's nothing I can do. I have to wake him up. And so I knocked at his door at like probably two or three in the morning and was like, I can't sleep anywhere. There's spiders in every room. And so I, he turned on his light and I looked and checked the walls and ceiling for spiders. And I slept on his floor. <laughs> 
because I was too scared to sleep in any other room. So, so here's go. here's my question. Did you actually like kill those spiders? No. <laughs> so so they could like still be out there. They are still out there. Oh like hunting God. for you. And you know what like people coming for here's you the thing. Right people now. would always say, Jordan, they are more scared of you than you are of them. And I'm like, I'm so scared of them, I want them to die. So if they're more scared of me, who knows what they're planning? Oh, so, like, <laughs> listen again, a hundred percent irrational. I understand completely that the number of spiders in the world who could like actually physically hurt me are, is very, very low. And the, and those spiders that I saw were just creepy looking ones. They're not dangerous at all. But oh. if I see them, I'm like, no, that's it. Forget it. I'm, I'm I can't do anything. Okay, here's the question. Of the three of us, who do you think would have done the worst in a Pension Adams scenario? <laughs> like, where for some reason the three of us go on vacation together and we wind up in a, a house that is maybe run by a Dracula. Okay. <laughs> now, I would do poorly because I don't believe that he's a Dracula. Yeah, so I, but you wouldn't be scared then, right? right. Like you, like but you would, have. But I would also like probably die because I'd be like, that's not a fucking Dracula. <laughs> no, but like they, like they were nice in the end. Sure, sure, sure. Like I'm just saying, like who would have, who would have had the biggest freak out? Are you scared then, of Draculas, Chris? No. <laughs> if you, I, mean, I would probably be scared if there was one in front of me. I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know you love them in theory, but do you think you'd be scared if you met one? Uh, like in like a real life Dracula, I would have to adjust everything I know about the world. <laughs> and yeah, Dracula. So yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Here, here, I'm gonna put in the chat a link to that episode of Sailor Business, so you can just refresh your memory as to what you're looking at that you're saying are we're gonna freak out of and be scared about. I don't like. I think I am more afraid of like conflict. <laughs> <laughs> than, than just like generally being in a house with a Dracula and a wolf man. If I saw these three people open a door, when when they were not nearby, I would say to Chris, Chris, like, what uh, what is going on with these weirdos? Are they cosplaying <laughs> while they work? Like, what is this? That one has pointy ears. That one has way too much hair. And that one, either he actually has his head cut open or he's pretending he had his head cut open. And I don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> like, I, I would not be scared. Point. I would just be like, what are these weirdos? Like, why okay, do they so, look like that? So let's just let's just all agree. <laughs> let's just all agree that we have some fears. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we've we've divulged enough of our secrets so far. <laughs> Uh, let's see, we've, these, this has been a good talk, but we've been, uh, here on the show for almost an hour. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think we're, I don't think we're going to figure out which one of us is, is most like Usagi this year, but you know what? Listeners can vote. Is it me? Is it Jordan? Is it Betty? Text, text Betty to say what business. No, no, no. Vote now. Just tweet us. Just tweet us. At yeah, just, just tweet us at Sailor Business. But uh, b- before we uh, before we wrap up the party that we're having, uh, I wanted to uh, we, we have some some emails and some tweets to talk about, right? Yes. Uh, first of all, here's a here's a tweet we got uh, just a, a little bit ago. Uh, Lucas Brown sent us the Usagi's birthday cake cocktail. Ooh. 
Yes, uh, Lucas Brevin, who, who sent me and uh, my other podcast co-host, Matt Wilson, each a box of snacks from Australia. Oh, wow. For the Movie Fighters podcast. So uh, Lucas is, a, is a, a good dude in my book. Now, I don't, again, I don't drink, but I'll read you the recipe and you guys can tell me what you think. Uh, okay. That would be good. Uh, one ounce of vanilla vodka, one half ounce of light creme de cacao, one, oun- one half ounce of frangelico, one half ounce of amaretto, and one and a half ounces of milk or half and half. Blend all ingredients together with six ice cubes, top with whipped cream. In the name of the moon, let's get loaded. Uh, that's a fantastic cocktail, and I, as, as someone who who enjoys a very sweet cocktail, I would love that. Yeah, but no, that, that, sounds, would be... that sounds like a grasshopper, but like sweeter, and I like that. But Chris, I guess you'd only drink that as a dessert, not with a meal. <laughs> I don't, I don't drink alcohol while I eat either. <laughs> okay, Why? that's fine. I well, when <laughs> because I, I don't, I I don't, I drink drinks <laughs> while I I drink. <laughs> I don't know how I can explain wait, this. It wait, makes wait, so much wait, sense wait. to me. Hold on. Do you drink, like, Coke while you're eating a burger? Uh, usually I drink water. Like, most of the time I drink water. But, yeah, like, I'll have a I'll have a, a soda if I'm, like, out somewhere. So why is the sweetness of a Coke okay to blend with the, with the, the savoriness of a burger? <laughs> because the sweetness of a Coke isn't the problem with drinking alcohol with a with with a meal. No, no, but it is with the, with the uh with the well, it's not dairy, I suppose, but it, it th- that was the thing with the milkshake. It was the sweetness and the savoriness. No, like but the flavor is part of it, but the 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 thickness and dairiness of it is the bigger concern. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, Again, <laughs> talking nonsense. Well, okay, wait. I but but like you know when you get drunk, like I know for me when I get drunk, I want to eat like chicken wings and like french fries so i will drink and then i'd be like i'm hungry and i'm still (laughs) drinking but i'm but i want that food too you know see i i gotta put down the layer of food before i start the drinking okay okay uh i once i did once get like very very drunk uh to the five-year-old who listened to this Cover your ears. Uh, I got very, very drunk at a friend of mine's birthday party one time. I had, uh, I, th- I think I had something like 18 different drinks, all of which were different kinds of alcohol. It was very inadvisable. Uh, I was young. This was in my early 20s. And then I found a rotisserie chicken in the fridge. That, oh, my God. That sounds like, amazing. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I just, like, picked it up in one hand and just, like, like I was eating an apple. Yeah. <laughs> I just carried it around the party for a little while. Oh my god, that's that's great. That's exactly what I would do. Well, that night I got so sick that I was hallucinating Pokemon. Oh my. <laughs> that is the night I thought Golduck came to visit me Aww. as I laid on the floor of a spinning bathroom. Was, was he nice or mean? No, like it was a very, like, if you close your eyes and all you can see is Golduck, you are having a real problem. <laughs> <sighs> well, that drink so, sounds great. <laughs> That yeah, drink does sound fantastic. Yeah. Uh, good, good. good. I, 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 and it's very, I, I you know, like, I like to make uh, white Russians with vanilla vodka sometimes mm-hmm. for a little bit of that extra, like, dessertiness to it. And so more milkshake really Yeah, like, I, like, look, yeah. I, I will absolutely have a, a cocktail that is like a milkshake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so do, do you want to, um, for questions, 
Do you want to do all Usagi themed questions or do you want to just do any questions we've got? Let's do let's I mean, let's just do the questions that we've gotten tonight. Before we get into that, though, I have uh, oh. I, I did reach out via text message to a couple of past guests to see if they had some uh, some thoughts on Usagi's birthday. Uh, Shannon Maynard uh, says Usagi's the best. She makes me want to be a better friend because she loves everyone so much and is so brave and selfish when it matters or so brave and selfless when it when it matters. Excuse me. Uh, Opposite. Is, as a crybaby who sleeps a lot, she makes me feel like I can be strong. And uh, th- and she says there's going to be a lot more uh, Usagi gushing when she comes back in our next episode. Yay! Uh, I also reached out to uh, Jordan Witt and Katie Donnelly uh, to see if they had any thoughts. And I, I, I got them as a group text uh, because they are, they are besties, IRL. Uh, so I said, do you two have any thoughts for Usagi's birthday, the holiest of all days? Uh, Katie said... What is she like forty now? When's she gonna make us all immortal, huh? Crystal Tokyo is supposed to be bomb as fuck. It should have happened already. Maybe on this day she should consider that she's not getting any younger either. Ooh. And Jordan, oh. uh, who had never watched Sailor Moon before she was on the show, said, "What's Crystal Tokyo?" <laughs> <laughs> it's when Queen Serenity takes the throne with her husband King Endymion, and Tokyo turns into a giant crystal city, and everyone stops aging and is happy and beautiful. How does she have that power? The Silver Crystal. Okay, it looks lovely. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I love it. Oh, also, uh, happy birthday to uh, our listener, Serena. Oh, that's right. Do, Betty, do you know about this? We, I read this uh, email in the last episode, so you might have missed it. Yeah, I, I definitely we got did. a We got an email from uh, a listener named Serena, whose birthday is on June 30th. Are you serious? Yep. Yes. She's oh. a cancer. Her, her birthstone is a pearl. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really awesome. Well, hopefully she's of age and she can make that drink for herself. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was. Um, So let's see. What kind of questions have we got tonight? Uh, Fizzlebit asks, Yusaki is going to the all-you-can-eat cake bar for her birthday, but is limited to one type of cake. Which is it? Mm. Okay, don't say carrot cake, because that's obviously wrong, even though she's a rabbit. I hate carrot cake. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people do not like carrot cake. I like carrot cake just fine. Like, it's like, 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 fine. it's, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not a garbage cake, but it's not the cake I would choose <laughs> if I were eating cake. Every piece of trash finds its trash cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, it's not the worst cake ever made, but it's it, like, and if you, if that's all you've got, all right, I'll have a piece. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Are we choosing Jordan, Jordan over here? Like, nah, if it's all you've got, yes, I'll take a piece. Thank you. <laughs> Are I'll we choosing, to eat your cake. Are we choosing based on our preference or her preference? What we think she would pick, I guess, which is tough. No, okay. So, do you do you prefer a chocolate cake or a vanilla cake, like a white cake or a yellow cake? It depends on my mood. Hmm. Interesting. I would probably um, generally prefer a, a, a vanilla cake. Yeah, Although, I, I, I usually like a nice vanilla cake, but like if if you have like one of those really nice like. Thick chocolate cakes that has that's like really spongy in the middle. Yeah, I'm like into that. I mean, red velvet is also pretty great. Mm. Red velvet is mega overrated. I'm just throwing that out there. I know it's a controversial opinion, but look, don't at me on this. Also, can I tell you? Here's the other secret. Red velvet is code for cream cheese frosting. Yeah, true, true. Which is amazing. Yeah. For my actual birthday, the most recent birthdays I celebrated, uh, I we had uh, key lime pie because I really wanted that. I like I pie. I like pie more than um, cake. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I tend to as well. Like 
like a because a cheesecake oh. yeah. is more like a pie. Yeah, it's a cheese pie. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, cheese pie doesn't but sound good. Cheese well, pie. a cheese pie is something else. <laughs> like a cheese pie has like like pastry. It's like a like a like what is it? A spanakopita. Oh, mm. spanakopita. I would say uh, I like cookie cakes. Because they're just giant cookies. Oh, you know what? I think Serena would totally get, like, one of those really big frou-frou ice cream cakes. Yes! Ice cream cakes! Because because those are totally things that, like, like preteens would love, or teens would love. um, Especially when they have, like, a big decoration on them. Like, Mm -hmm. princesses. Like, I... um, Actually, my and AK's first birthday party we had together back in college... Our friends got us this huge ice cream cake that was all Disney princesses, and it was it was really really good. And I feel like that's totally a cake that she would totally want. I was gonna say she should get a like a Carvel ice cream cake with with Sailor Moon printed on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that, hang on. They they they, they can re they can uh, alter uh, what's what's that the whale or the co- whale. yeah fudging the whale to look like. Sailor yeah. Moon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fat fat Luna Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh my god, everyone, absolutely, please, please make a cake with fat Luna drawing of Sailor Moon on top of the cake. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be the best cake. <laughs> uh, here, here you go. Uh, it would be a wedding cake oh. on her oh. wedding to Tuxedo Mask. Oh. Right. She's going to marry him on her birthday? Wait, yeah, she's going to get all-you-can-eat wedding cake for her wedding? I mean, I guess probably. I mean, yeah. Like, what is more Usagi Sukuno than getting all-you-can-eat wedding cake on your wedding? Oh, that's good. Here's another question. Uh, at Botched Spot asks, if Usagi had to turn heel, a.k.a. be a villain, at some point in the series, how would you do it? Put Naru through an Osapi window? Well, wow, that by the way, uh, I, I was grim. with that question because Aiden just walked in and told me that we will be having all you can eat wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can't wait. Okay, well, the question was if uh, if Yusagi had to turn bad at some point during the series, what well, how would we do to do it? How would we turn her bad? And they suggested put Mar- put Naru through an Osapi window. <laughs> uh, so it got done. I don't, I don't think. I don't think Usagi could turn bad. It's like not in her nature. You know what? Okay. I, I I think she turned bad the way that like Spider Man three Peter Parker was bad, but you know, just <laughs> she, just she, she got the Venom symbiote. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I feel I feel like she she would just be kind of like a, a, like dorky bad, you know? Like like you think there would be like a dance number involved? Yeah, I I think I think you know what? I think she would totally do a thing where she clearly has seen what the other villains look have, have looked like so far. And it's like, well, I'm going to steal my mom's credit card and go on a shopping spree and buy all this high end fashion stuff. And then be like, I'm a villain now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do like, we do get like, that's essentially wicked lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, Don't you think like if Memoru actually like died, like she might consider it. Oh, uh... No, you talk about putting Sailor Moon in like an injustice gods oh, wait, among us scenario. <laughs> wait, what if what if Memoru like like cheated on her with like all the other scouts? Oh, with like Ray? Like, like no. if you went out with Ray? <laughs> but like all the other scouts, like one by one, and they all kept it secret from her. So every friend that she had betrayed her, 
and her true love. Why? How? Why would this happen? Never happen. Just to turn her evil. Like, come on. <laughs> no, like I think it would be like I think you were much more likely to get a scenario like when that monster tried to turn Ami evil, and Ami was just like, "Well, if you think I'm ugly and stupid, I guess I'll just try harder." Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> or what about what about if that terrible thing happened? There you go. That's what I'd have it be. I would do the thing I talked about with uh, with uh, with Chibi with Rini, where 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 Rini comes from the future and then she dies and then later, thousands of years from now, when Usagi has her baby and realizes that's the kid I let die. That's the kid I thought was terrible and was fine that she died. And now now she's going to die and it's my fault. And then she'll go crazy and turn evil. Again, all of this seems very unlikely. <laughs> also, also, like in your in your Darian and the Scouts scenario, like <laughs> I feel like I feel like Usagi would just be like justified in whatever she did at that point. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she turned you evil too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we don't think it's very likely, unfortunately, botched spot. Um, he has a really good question, though. Okay. His other question was, if Barbara Bush required Sailor Moon to have a very special episode about drug use, what's the drug and who's addicted? Well, okay, well, Molly. Obviously, Molly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that, <laughs> that could be the answer to either of those answers. It's called ecstasy, Serena. <laughs> No, I don't think that's true. I don't think that Molly's going to do it. I think Molly is going to do a downer because she's got too much energy as it is. No, I think she's I like, think she's going to she's going to she's going to chase the she's going to chase the dragon of of Netflix, draining her energy. <laughs> I think no. I think I think Naru need would need like an or want like an escape from her world of constantly being monster attacked. Mm, I don't know. I think Naru is on is on heroin. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I I am glad she is going to to get better. Then. Do you think that she can moon healing her uh, out, what, out of like, an addiction? Yeah, out of an addiction. I mean. I guess she <laughs> intervention. It's a, very, it's a very complicated question because it like we have seen moon healing kind of cure both physical ailments and like psychological ones, which yeah. would kind of like I guess I guess yeah, it would work. I think. But then, like Sailor Moon says at the end, is going to be like not everybody has moon healing. Like some people's addictions have to be dealt with the hard way. Yeah, which I which I think is I think is a a good lesson to learn. Or but it wouldn't be the Sailor Moon says right. it's way too relevant. Right. To I was going to say be. more realistically, like, buckle your like, seatbelt. Aren't trees beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molly had a real hard time smoking marijuana, but most plants are great. Go plant a tree. <laughs> hey, here's a question. Goat Prince wants to know. What if Usagi was a literal crab instead of just an astrological one? I think that would take place in the universe where Luna is a scorpion. Oh, uh, yeah! That's, that's classic sailor business. <laughs> no, I don't want Usagi to be a crab. Oh, that'd be so cute. Have you guys seen that video of the crab with the knife? Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's so cute to you? Yeah, he's so cute. He's just like, like, who gave him that knife? 
How, where did he find it? <laughs> okay, the thing about that video is that there's another, at least one other video of a crab with a knife. So someone's just giving these crabs knives. That's madness. Is it like the Negaverse? Crabs are really into knives these days. <laughs> <laughs> they're just ma- they're magic knives. They're not magic crabs. There's magic knives. Here's a good one, kind of related to that one. Uh, design a usagi based off any other animal besides a rabbit. Name, hair, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, let's see. Well, I think the only, I think the only Japanese name for an animal that I know off the top of my head is is Neko. Yeah, yeah. Which would just be Catsy. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. That's just that's what would look like if she was a cat. Yeah. Well, but but Sailor Moon's not a cat. Sailor Moon's a dog. And I don't mean that in a insulting way, but I, that no, was no, a, she, I, she's she, friendly and loyal and cute. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I get it. exactly. Darian is the is the cat of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. We've had this conversation, I think. <laughs> Where when I was young, I decided that everyone in in a relationship, there's a dog and a cat. Oh, that's so true. That's actually really true. Are, are you the dog in your relationship, Jordan? No. I you're like, the cat. I mean, really? yes, no, yes, I am the dog. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> Betty, you're the cat. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Oh, I'm the dog. You, Aiden's been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else are what else are animals that what? Who could you? What? I'm trying to think something else. The problem is the, the rabbit goes with the moon in Japanese culture. Is there some other animal that would go with the moon? Well, well I mean, like not necessarily the moon, but like you could do like like astrological stuff. Oh wait, you, know? what you, is mean, it? you mean the crab? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She could be a crab. <laughs> okay, how do you design her? What's the Japanese word for crab? Kani. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Kani Tsukino. Yeah, I guess that works. Ushi means cow, and there's a cow that jumped over the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so we could make her a cow girl. <laughs> oh, man. Out West, Usagi? Oh, that's like that's like when we were talking about how we wanted to see all the, uh, the scouts' other past lives. There you go. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like cowboy scouts? That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Sailor Rangers. <laughs> Sailor Sheriffs. I like Sailor Rangers better. Sailor Rangers is pretty good. Or the Ranger like Scouts. <laughs> Ranger Scouts is not too bad. All right. Uh, I just told uh, I just told Aiden that you said everyone in a relationship is either a dog or a cat. And Aiden said, well, obviously neither of us is a cat because that would be horrible. I would rather kill myself than be a cat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which That's is a very cat of the relationship I, I thing. Say, to that is Absolutely. totally a cat response. <laughs> And there's the how dare you coming in over the instant message window. (laughs) Pretty perfect. I might have to go very suddenly in a few minutes. (laughs) What else we got? Uh, Here's another good Usagi-based question. Uh, Christian LeBlanc asks, what would a comic called Sailor Moon's pal Jimmy Olsen be like? Would Usagi always conspire to teach Jimmy a lesson? So, I mean, I love that idea. It would basically... No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. This isn't that hard to imagine because it might as well be called Sailor Moon Pal Umino. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say it, was, it should be like Umino is not the Jimmy Olsen of the Sailor it, Moon universe. Naru was the Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah. Naru is like the, the, the lowest lane. No, Darian is the lowest lane. Have you read any <laughs> Superman comics? Yeah, look, I know, I know, I know. She's not going to kiss Naru, but I just mean... It more in her peer group than Darian is. Yeah, I, no, it would it would be it would be Naru. Trust trust me on this as a as a Jimmy Olsenologist. <sighs> All right, 
Yeah. Betty, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Betty, oh, Betty, because they're actually no, no, friends. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. Well, also, because, like, the fact that she's always thrown into trouble, and I think that's a role that Jimmy often plays in those old comics, especially, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and Naru is literally Usagi's pal. Yeah. I mean, it would be more awesome if Usagi was constantly tricking Us- Naru more. If anyone out there wants to draw Sailor Moon uh, moon halationing like a smoking jacket that Naru is giving her... <laughs> Uh, or just for like her, for her birthday. Realistically, Please. like any great super dickery image redone with Sailor Moon and Jimmy, uh, or yeah. Sailor Moon and Naru would be Sailor amazing. Moon and Naru. Please, any look, any Silver Age versions of Sailor Moon and Naru as Superman and Jimmy Olsen, Sailor Business Podcast at gmail.com. Please send them to me. Chris will uh, put them is, on a t shirt. <laughs> we look, if, if we get a good t shirt one. We got T-shirts. By the way, Jordan, we really should. Uh, it has been suggested that we that we uh, find a way to collect all of the fan art that we've gotten for no, I'm just for Sailor Business, and we really we really should do that because we have gotten some really amazing stuff from people over the past couple of years. That's true. I'm really lazy. <laughs> that is true. I'll, that is true. Taking the easy way out. Just look at our Twitter. Um, but I know that is too hard for everyone else who wants to take the easy way out is the problem. So uh, I should do it. All right. Do we have any other uh, any other questions I'll coming tr- in? I'll tr- when is our when is our anniversary? Is it coming? Up? Our anniversary is August sixteenth. It's right after my birthday. All right. I'll try to do it bef- by our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I've got a lot going on. You sound you sound so defeated already. <laughs> Because I'm thinking about how far back I'm going to have to scroll, just like all these people who don't want to look for it, dude. Do, do. Hey, uh, on the on the subject of of t-shirts and of fans of the show and all all, all the 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 great people who have sent us stuff over the past couple of years, can we talk about uh, at Empendonata on on Twitter, who not only sent us a picture in the uh, Sailor Moon Moon Pudding t-shirt, the Sailor Business t-shirt, but was dressed as Esmeralda at the time. Yeah. That was amazing. You, you, may, you may talk about that. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> did you have any additional no, comments? Joking, because it yes, was amazing. Yes, that was great. Um, we're so excited that people are getting the shirts. I, I got my shirt finally as well, and I wore it. It's so awesome. If you don't know, the current shirt is Kind Hearted Girl Genius. I uh, I know it's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I think you've only got a, a, a what a week or two left to order that one before it ships out, and it is gone forever. You don't have to be a kind-hearted girl genius to buy one. You get it for the kind-hearted girl genius in your life, or just the kind-hearted girl genius in your heart, so you can. Or wear it. or maybe you just want to show your support of kind-hearted girl geniuses. Oh, by the way, also I want to mention that Shannon uh, Shannon Maynard also sent us a picture of her in her shirt shingling. Yes, that was pretty. Uh, we, it's it's pretty. Thank you to everyone who has picked up a shirt and who has sent us pictures because it's it's pretty awesome. We've gotten a few suggestions for what what to do for another shirt. I know uh, the hell yes hell yes Marad was a suggestion for a shirt. Yeah, I talked to I talked to Shannon last weekend about about doing a hell yes Marad shirt, which is pretty exciting. Uh, we got a suggestion again from Lucas Brown, who wants a the real miracle romance shirt of. Uh, Minako or uh, Makoto and Ami. Was that him who did the sketch or was that somebody else? Oh, he did the sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty funny. Uh, except, you know, it's not true. It's 100% true. <laughs> until, until apparently they break up so that she can hang out with Venus all the time. 
You're thinking of, of Ray. No, and, no. And Minako. Remember, we just last episode, we were told that later in the series, it's Jupiter and Venus hanging out a lot. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Anyway, um, and then over the weekend, actually, oh, I should mention, uh, over the weekend, I I met with a bunch of my uh, friends and who are also big fans of the show. Uh, One of them was kind enough to give me DVD copies of the three Sailor Moon movies, the Deke versions. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So all time for special episodes coming up. (laughs) So that got that. And also uh, at least one of them was telling me they were they were waiting for the uh, powerful girl in love T-shirts. They were like they were very excited for the prospect of that, which I know we don't even have a design for yet, so we'll have to make that happen at some point. All right, so let's let's do let's do the party's winding down. Uh, it's well past Usagi's bedtime at this point. Uh, let's do one more listener question for Usagi's birthday. Well, doesn't and, she stay and up, call it an evening? Doesn't she stay up till midnight to listen to Midnight Zero? Only to listen to Midnight Zero. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, here's one from. CM Rowling, I only listen to the show. If you had to recommend one episode to watch, what would it be? And I'm going to make this difficult for you, Chris, and say it can't be the Luna episode. <laughs> Why can't it be the Luna because episode? Because obviously he should watch the Luna episode. It's hilarious. But let's, you have to pick a second choice. <laughs> all right. Do you, do you want us to all three suggest yes. one and then maybe uh, maybe he can watch uh, all three of them? Sure. Okay. Uh, my My first thought would be episode 14 which is the the tennis ball episode oh my it's it it's got it's the first nephrite episode uh so it's got a lot of like weird like energy stuff going on it's got a weird monster you won't be confused as to why naru suddenly has a friend close enough to call her her sister that she's never mentioned before because this is your first time watching the show and also it has one of the best images on the show bar none all right, pretty good answer. What do you say, Betty? Um, so we can't choose the Luna, uh, Rhett <laughs> Butler. <laughs> you can't listen because again, uh, that goes without saying. Everybody loves that episode. What? Let me see. What episode was that? What number was it? Let's see. Uh, make sure we say it. So, so about Meow Fresh. Meow Fresh was our episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I don't remember what what episode the real one was called. Uh, it was episode thirty one. Of Sailor Moon. Yes, I definitely uh, watched that. So, but good. anyway, um, I I would probably have to go with uh, the Dreamland episode, uh, because I I love uh, <laughs> I, I like I mean I love amusement parks. I know you guys are scared of roller coasters, oh, but yes. I like I I think I, I don't know I really I think that that was one of those episodes I remember seeing when I was like a kid and being like this is my favorite show. That's the one where let's see the image we have is them riding brooms, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Episode and, 11, you guys heard about what happened at Tokyo Disney. <laughs> that and, is what we called our and, and I And I love it because uh, you have Usagi and Rei kind of showing their dynamic of their friendship. And then you have Usagi yelling at Darian. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I think also all the painted backgrounds are just really pretty in the episode, too. I, I feel like you get you get a good bang for your buck for that. All right. Yeah, oh, also, one. also, uh, the, also the Snow White episode. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, either like if you if if if, if this guy wants all the scouts, the Snow White episode. But if they want like one of the earlier episodes. I would go for the Dreamline episode. And that was episode fifty six. 
of uh, of, of Sailor Moon where they where they put on the play yeah. that makes no sense. <laughs> From the from the Alan and Anne era of Sailor Moon R. This is a tough, tough, tough question for me. Uh, I guess, I mean, realistically, I, like, Chris, get ready to be unhappy and exasperated. But I would go with episode 34, the sparkling silver crystal, the moon princess appears. Uh, it's the big reveal episode, and it's it gets me every time. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's, you know... I, wasn't it uh we had Leon Centaur on that episode uh when we did it on the show isn't that like her first episode <laughs> it's like I she think saw, it was. yeah yeah and it's so dramatic and so over the top that she was like well obviously the rest of the show is amazing <laughs> i i i i really love that episode and again that's uh, not including the luna episode which is probably the funnest episode Although you know what, I, I do. Despite not believing in crystals, man, I love that episode about the luck shop where Usagi drinks the <laughs> giant. <laughs> yeah, where Usagi's drinking the the gigantic love potion. That's a pretty good potion. It's so great every time. Oh man. Okay. All right. So there you go. Those are your those are your recommendations. Uh, hopefully, you can. Uh, well, you could watch all four of those, or you could just pick one and let us know how it goes. <laughs> Plus the plus the Rhett Butler episode, which obviously everyone should watch. Yes, because <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, realistically, go ahead, just watch that one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's about cats. It's great. Even Chris yeah. likes it. Nothing to do cats. with the rest of the show. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this was a successful Usagi's birthday. Yeah, I, I had a good time. I'm glad we got to to talk. It's always fun to to talk to you uh, without the kind of structure of the show to, to just kind of sit down and have a fun conversation uh, about each other and our friendship. And uh, I genuinely feel like Sailor Moon has has brought us closer together. It certainly brought me closer together with both of you as, as friends. So. Well, so Sailor Moon's birthday is a very it's a very special time. Like I've made a lot of friends through the show. Yeah, I've become closer with friends that I've had. So it's it's a very doing the show has been a really positive experience. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that more on the anniversary or at the end of the year. But on on this Usagi's birthday, which by the way, we should probably do this on uh, Naoko Takeuchi's birthday, but <laughs> we do not. Wait, isn't it the same day? No, I'm thinking. Uh, of, no, she was born on March fifteenth. I'm thinking of J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. Of the same <laughs> oh, did she do that on purpose? Yes. What do you think she accidentally <laughs> chose her own birthday? Yeah. Was somebody <laughs> like, "Hey, isn't that your birthday?" And she was like, mm, "Yeah, I guess it is." Um, yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, we just got in a last minute question, actually oh, two, okay. from uh, Real Jedi, uh, our good friend Jed Kite of Midnight Zero. Yeah. Very interesting Twitter name to to have, to have at real Jedi and then be Jed Kite. He said he said Jed Kite was taken. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he wants to know what are the Sailor Senshi's main weaknesses, and also what are Chris's weaknesses. <laughs> uh, well, I can't have. I I don't like having dairy with meals, and I don't like scary movies. <laughs> There you go. So those are two pretty good ones. And yeah. the Sailor Senshi's main weaknesses are that they they care too much. Uh, let's see. Usagi's easily distracted. <laughs> sure. Uh, Ami has a lot of book smarts, but not necessarily a lot of practical knowledge. Uh, Jupiter's hot-headed. 
Uh, Venus is no weakness because there's no personality there. Aww. Ray is a little, little too, too control freaky. I think <laughs> a little too. Uh, let's see. Was that all five of them? Did I get yes. all five? You do realize you just gave Jedi the weaknesses of the Sailor Scouts. Uh, <laughs> Jedi's, Jedi's dead, bro. Jedi's in eternal sleep. So well, but but then when Queen Beryl died, he came back because her <laughs> power wore off. I don't. It, uh, that sounds like that sounds like Fanon, not Canon to me. Whoa! Shots fired. Whoa! <laughs> this episode is going to be discussed on Midnight Zero. I can tell. <laughs> of course it is. So before we wrap up, uh, Betty, please let everyone know where they can find you, uh, the reigning and defending uh, eight-time guest on Sailor <laughs> Business, the the ten percenter. The ten percenter. Um, you can find me um, on uh, Twitter at Betty Felon. That's my Instagram name. Uh, pretty much, if you just search Betty Felon, you can find me on everything. BettyFelon.com, all that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as always at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And you can find our production guru, except that we're not supposed to call him that. Our producer, I mean, Jake Mason <laughs> at JJ underscore Mason on Twitter. And a special shout out to Jake uh, for doing an a, amazing job rescuing uh, last week's episode. It was a, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the recording was messed up on that one. Plus, it was like a there was a bunch of stuff to cut out anyway. Was so, there? Jake, thank you so much for Wait, for did, doing that. What did, he, what did he cut out? What did he cut out? Yeah, I mean, like, look, that episode was all over the... Do you remember recording that episode? We were... <laughs> Barely. We were mega loopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to Jake's stuff. He's a, he's a good guy. You can email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any long-form questions, any recommendations, anything you want to check out, uh, you can check out the monthly Sailor Business t-shirt club at sailorbusiness.ttoki.com. That's T-E-E-T-O-K-I. Uh, currently, we have the Kind Hearted Girl Genius shirt up, designed by Christina Murdaugh, who is also handling the screen printing business on that. Thank you so much, Christina. Uh, someone else that we've met over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... Uh, follow us on Twitter at Sailor Business. I think you said that already. And uh, if you'd like to to help other people find the show, why not head over to iTunes? Leave a leave a nice little rating or review for us. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Happy Usagi's birthday to you. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, the ISB, and I'm on Tumblr at the ISB as well. And I think that does it for this week's episode. Uh, if if you want to help me move, I'm selling some comics. So e- email. <laughs> I'll sell them to you. What's the next uh, episode we're going to be discussing, Chris? Oh, the next episode is I don't have I don't have my notes or my DVDs <laughs> handy. It's called "The Shocking Future Demands Dark Ambition." Oh, that's right. We're heading like like I said, we're heading to see uh, Old King and Dimian. Mm-hmm. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Happy birthday, Zoggy. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. Say hello.